I love this old metaphor that states that when we come upon a conflict with someone, it's like a fire popping up. And we have two buckets, one in each hand, a bucket of water and a bucket of gasoline. Which one are you going to throw? Hey, it's Charlie. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United podcast. The following is a short sermon clip from a message that I recently preached at Walnut Creek Mennonite Church in beautiful Holmes County, Ohio. For more information about the church and our ministry, please feel free to search for us on Facebook or Instagram or go to our website, wcmenn.org. Blessed are the peacemakers. What a wonderful statement. And those people will be called the children of God. Our tradition is one based upon the essence and the principles of nonviolence. Okay, that's a surface level understanding of what it means to be a peacemaker. And this statement is often very difficult for people to understand. And it's often a very difficult task to be a peacemaker instead of a peace breaker. <laughs> right? We could spend a lot more time going into this, but I want to, I want to, I want to get to this. This summarizes the two groups, right? How we relate to God and how we relate to others. This is the summary. You'll be called his child. And of course, the world has its version, how it twisted what God has said. But these last statements, verses 10 and 11, are perhaps the most difficult that Jesus delivered. And they are, in some ways, the most difficult to embrace when it happens to us. The people who he, who he has just described are very unique people. They're very weird people. They're countercultural people. They're not like everybody else. They're not anything like anybody else. But he says, yet again, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I, like many of you, may have uh, read these stories of those in our history who were persecuted for their faith. They were persecuted even unto death. And one of those most powerful stories is obviously depicted in this picture. Dirk Willems was imprisoned in the Netherlands in 1569 for being a rebaptizer, an Anabaptist. And on that fateful day, he escaped from that prison and he fled through the prison building in the dead of winter over a frozen river. And he was, he was, he was on his way. He got free. And one of the guards who was in pursuit of him crashed and fell through that ice. And as Dirk heard his desperate cries, he felt compassion upon this man. He felt Christ's mercy and compassion and it would compel him to go back. And he turned back, as this picture depicts, to save that captor's life. Dirk was unfortunately then recaptured, of course, and burnt to death as a martyr for his faith. What would you do? And I had to wrestle with that this week because I have to admit that I was a pretty good runner when I was that age. And that dude would have never even saw me. I'd have been so fast. I'd have been, I'd have been running from the Netherlands. I'd have gotten over to, yeah, I'd have been knocking on Menno Simon's door. And that dude would have fallen through the ice 
and he would have probably drowned. But Dirk was a better man than me, and you and I may never ever face this kind of situation in our lifetimes. Jesus restates the same principle in verse 11. Affirmed are you when people insult you, when they persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Blessed. Blessed. Dirk was blessed. You read that story in the martyr's mirror. He said, oh God, that I might be like you as he died. Oh God, may I be like you. I want to end with this. There's another uh, famous writer. J.C. Riley was an influential Anglican bishop. He lived in England in the 1800s, as you see there. He wrote a profound book. It's called Holiness. It's Nature, Hindrances, Difficulties, and Roots. And in this book, he makes several statements about loving someone. I've created a little spiritual exercise to end our message today. And I'm going to read J.C. Riley's statements one by one. And you, if you're willing to do a little self-evaluation here, to let the Holy Spirit move in your heart to convict you about your love for Jesus. Here's the first one. If you love someone, you like to think about them. In essence, do you like to think about Jesus? Now settle in and get comfortable. I won't spend too much time on this, but perhaps you would bow and close your eyes. Holy Spirit, lead us now. Encourage us. Convict us. If I love someone, I like to hear about them. If I love someone, I like to hear from them. If I love someone, I like to talk to them. If I love someone, I like to please them. If I love someone, I like and, yes, love who they love. If I love someone, I will defend their honor. If I love someone, I want to be near them. Lord Jesus, we want all these things. We want to think about you, to hear about you, to hear from you, to speak to you, to please you, Lord, and to love the things that you love. Thank you for teaching us today these difficult and challenging statements that will last us the rest of our earthly lives. Oh God, continue to move in our hearts collectively and individually as your church to be like you, to passionately submit to you, to be used by you, Lord, to love this world and to redeem it, to teach, to preach, and to bring healing. Thanks so much for listening to my series on the Beatitudes. I love the teaching and the inspiration from Matthew, uh, the Gospel, chapter 5, 6, and 7. That's a wonderful teaching that Jesus uh, presented to the people way back then. And Matthew uh, captured it, of course, and it's available to us today. My goal in this this podcast is to inspire and motivate uh, you, the listener, to chase your dreams to be a force for positivity and encouragement in the world, and really to just never give up in doing good. Uh, We know that God will bless our work, and uh, that's what we're put on this planet to do, right? We believe that with hard work and determination, that truly anything is possible in our lives. Um, If you enjoy the podcast, I would love for you to share it with others 
and like it and subscribe, of course, and uh, help us spread this news of teaching from the Bible that is hopefully relevant and inspirational and encouraging. So thanks for tuning in, and I've got some great things on the way. Start where you are, take what you have, and do what you can. I'm Charlie Grimes, ex-athletic coach, exercise physiologist, and athletic director turned pastor, podcaster, and author. It wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the courage, the money, and the time to truly step into my God-given giftedness to encourage, teach, and lead people to a deeper and more fulfilling, meaningful life. After many failed attempts and lessons learned, I now enjoy the work of coming alongside people, hearing their stories, and helping them start where they are, take what they have, and do what they can. This work used to only be a daydream for me. I created the Encouragers United podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step teaching and encouragement through both meeting new people and unpacking the valuable lessons found in the Bible. If you're an ambitious leader, teacher, pastor, coach, or even a parent, who's looking to make a positive impact in the lives of everyone around you, we've got a show for you. It's the Encouragers United Podcast, and it's available on all major platforms. Search for us also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and join my community of positive-minded, enthusiastic leaders at charlesrgrimes.com.